Yeah. yeah. Um, um, yeah. Sorry. It took me so long to edit. I'm, I, yeah. I, when I don't do it right away, it just keeps getting pushed back and back and back, but <laughs> I'm going to do, I'm going to try to do a much better job. When it's my turn to edit, just turn it around right away. Welcome back. Good seeing you, Sam. Good, good seeing you, sir, Eric. How are you on this fine day? I'm doing all right. It's kind of muggy. It's really gloomy where I'm at right now. So that's a beautiful day here in in New York. It was a little gloomy earlier today, but uh, now the sun is shining. The temperature is 64 degrees Fahrenheit. And uh, yeah, I can't complain. That's a cold day. You can't complain about that. Cold day? Oh, no, 64. <laughs> I would say between 65 and like 72 degrees is the best temperature. All right. Okay. Okay. You're, you're a good old Southern boy, though. You know, you know. like that. You like that hot weather. I like it really hot. I, I saw, I was looking at the weather earlier, and it said the East Coast is about to get hit by a lot of uh, rain. Really? I don't know if it's a nor- northeast or what. It might hmm. be this. Let's check, let's might check the weather. The Hold on. Here we go. What's the weather like this week? Oh, my God. I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> it's garbage. I, garbage I didn't say anything, and it just, and I, it just gave me. <laughs> what did it give you? It says, okay, here's Syria. 283 miles away. What? What? It, First of all, why did they get I said Syria? And why is it giving me some company called Syria Mercantile Company? 283 <laughs> miles away. My Siri is terrible. Yeah. That's so funny. Did I tell you I uh I changed why I changed the voice of my Siri? So you have some options. You know, you can have female yeah. and like different accents and everything. Uh I changed you, mine. What what do, you, what, what do you think I'm going to say? I think I just, I don't know, some British accent. Yeah, I changed mine to a British male because I want to feel like Batman. And I feel like having <laughs> a butler is the closest thing I will ever have. And, and the closest thing I'll ever have to having a butler is a male British Siri. Fair enough. But this butler is obviously deficient because I was trying to ask for the weather and it gave me the location of some company called Syria. It didn't even give you the country of Syria? No, it didn't. It gave me some company. Interesting. Not helpful at all. Uh, I'll just try typing with my my meat hands, my my meat hooks. Uh, what do we still, got here? Still loving that phone? Uh, it's it's fine. Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday, Tuesday, all rain. Oh, sorry about oh, that. You have R2-D2 hanging out with you over there? Sorry about that. Let's turn that down. Yeah, I didn't turn off any of my stuff either. Right. What did R2 want? Did you feed him? Uh, it let me dinner? know that it, uh, uh, um, that I paid a bill. Oh, good job, man! Way to be a responsible adult. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of being a responsible adult, right before this phone call started, I was playing Doom. The new Doom. The new Doom. Oh wow! Yeah. How has it look? Well, I've only does... played it for about fifteen minutes, uh, but it has been fun. It has been. Is fun. it for the computer or for the um, for, for the our... PlayStation Four? Okay. Yeah. It's uh bringing me back to my childhood. Although I, as I was sitting here thinking about it, I don't think I I never owned a computer that could play Doom. I don't think I think I and I don't know that I would have been allowed to play Doom. I think I just played Doom at all my friends' houses or at my cousin's house or something. Like I remember playing Doom, but I don't think I ever actually owned it. <laughs> so uh, really, 
So That's part funny. of me is like, like I feel like I'm uh, like breaking the rules by having Doom on something that I own. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm a I'm a grown man. I can make my own choices in life now. Yeah, those early games, man. Doom was like one of those groundbreaking games. Oh, so so um, uh, Duke Nukem as well. Duke Nukem. Yeah. Actually, Duke Nukem was more. I think I think more of a groundbreaking game. Yeah. Than even Doom. Just just how it looked and. It pushed. Uh, it pushed the adult some boundaries. It pushed yeah. some boundaries, indeed. But um, I, I played the um, really crappy third. Uh, are these third person shooter? What are these called? First person shooter. First person. First person shooters, of course. Third person shooter. No, well, uh, third person shooter would be like Metal Gear Solid or something where the camera is over your shoulder. Okay. You can see the character. And these first person shooters, you know, um, and I'm a little older than you, so you maybe haven't heard of this, but. Uh, I used to play like the really cheapy versions of it. So have you ever heard of Rise of the Triad? <laughs> no. You ever heard of Rise of the Triad, dude? I don't, uh, it was, no. Is it awesome? Uh, I I loved it, but it was like cheaper. Um, and <laughs> was uh, it on the computer or was it a console game? It was a computer computer game. Yeah, I didn't okay. have a console. I didn't okay. have a console for a while, so it was a computer game. And I think it just came. It was either something that came free with something else, or it was like one of those games that you could just find in a bin for like. You know, five bucks. It was one of the you know yeah. cheaper. At least they had a version of it that was cheap. Um, sure. Well, I played a lot of cheap games like that. I mean, we had shareware. A, shareware. Yeah, I was yeah. just about to say shareware. We uh, yeah. we had a Mac at home actually, um, and we had my my dad was part of some club or something where they just sent shareware games like every month or something. So we had like a shoebox full of these uh, floppies that had games on them. And uh, that was always that most of them were always terrible, but there were a few really good ones in there. Yeah, Rise of the Triad, we that was that was my joint, man. Nice. Well, so I've been playing Doom for all of you know half an hour, uh, but last weekend another blast from my past, uh, playing a little Diablo, but in uh, this case Diablo three. And oh, which has, so been actually, well, has been out for a while. been out for a while. Okay. Yeah, it's been out for a long time. It's Does that still hold Blizzard. up? Because that was pretty pretty. Uh... Nice when that when that came out. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think it's a hell of a lot of fun. It's also on the PlayStation Four. Like graphically, um, though. Yeah, graphically, I think it looks really good. Um, uh, I mean, I also have pretty low standards in the sense that I've only had a PlayStation for a couple of months now, uh, and I didn't have a PlayStation Three, uh, so I, I like I skipped a generation. So everything looks awesome to me right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, but the cool, so I I played the original Diablo back in the day on the computer, and I think I want to say it was the first game. Maybe the second game that I ever played uh, online or like on a LAN, my uncle and I uh, played some Diablo together, and that was—I remember, I remember, I distinctly remember feeling like this is the future because he was at his house, like many miles away, and I was at my house, and we were running around a dungeon together, killing stuff, <laughs> and that seemed awesome. Uh, but oh. the cool thing about this this uh, game, or what? I've been doing with with this game is last weekend, buddy of mine, uh, I don't know if you know Wes, uh, came over and we actually sat side by side on the couch and played like four hours of Diablo together. And I realized it's that's a pretty rare thing nowadays. Most multiplayer video games are purely online and everybody's kind of sitting in their own home playing together that Mm -hmm. way. Uh, but it was a lot of, it really brought me back to, to my childhood sitting on a couch next to my friend playing a game together. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and we've got basically a recurring Sunday activity now where he's going to come over, and we're going to play Diablo until our eyes bleed. Nice, man. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> so obviously my PhD work is going great. Yep. 
<laughs> yep, you're doing everything you need to do. Oh, I'm just crushing it. I am just yeah. really, really uh, doing a good job of being a being an adult. <clears throat> I, ordered, I ordered I ordered some I, I, Indian I, food tonight too. Did you already eat it? Uh huh. You kind of just burped inside as if yeah. you uh, got had a little spice in the belly. Uh, I definitely did a little spice did you burp? in the mouth. Did you burp? I don't know. I thought, I yeah, like probably. Burped. I mean, I'm drinking seltzer water here. <laughs> I guess I ate Indian food. Um, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a real catch. So what's going on, man? Uh, I, not too much. I feel like we just did that. We, I feel like we just recorded only because I just listened to our last episode, which I only put, which I only published like six hours ago. Because I did a terrible job editing, uh, yeah. apologies. But I feel like I just I just heard a conversation between you and I. So the the fact that I get to talk to you again right now, it's just like bonus, Eric. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's. Uh, did you listen to the whole thing? When I you, did. I listened to it from beginning to end. Oh jeez. Yeah, yeah, it was. I had a. I I did not have a productive day because I listen. I did that in the morning, which is like prime creative time. And what I actually did for an hour and a half was listen to a podcast that I was on. Uh, so not, not the best use of my time, but you know what? Everybody can have an off day. Today was an off day for me. So I'm going to rebound tomorrow. Everything will be fine. Well, (laughs) uh, I I, I had a, did I have a productive day? Fairly productive day, I guess. Walk me through, walk me through your day, Eric. Um, I got up. I've been working on the same thing. Well, no, what what time did you get up? Uh, I get up like seven. Okay, nice. Did you eat breakfast right away? No. Okay. I don't, I, I don't. I don't think I even ate breakfast. Oh, yeah. All right. I had some coffee at some point. Cool. Um, what, what kind of coffee? Uh, I've been going to Sprouts for coffee. Oh, you have Sprouts out that way. Yeah. Nice. And uh, I got think, I either it was either the breakfast blend that I had ground up. I think that's what I had ground up. Okay, so you uh, bought so you bought coffee from Sprouts. You didn't go and like get a. Uh, cup of coffee from sprouts no no okay. i had a, um some beans all right so how did beans. you uh you have an automatic coffee maker how do you make the, that coffee <laughs> well that's a great question sam mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure everybody wants i'm to drilling know. into the details eric <laughs> um you know i i don't have quite as fancy of a grinder i'm not as judging you, but, uh, i'm not judging i'm just purely <laughs> asking questions um but uh yeah i just have a, a one of those keurigs and uh use one of those uh k-cup you know Refillable oh, interesting. I feel like you're one of the only people in the world who actually uses the refillable K-cup. Um, I, I wouldn't, you know. Um, Do you like it? Eric has a Keurig. I would never have bought a Keurig for the sure, most part. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but the you buying the K-cups is such – I can't get over how, yeah, much, how much waste of it, it is. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I'm like – You're a, again, good, I'm you're not, a I'm good man. Sure that, I'm not even an environmentalist or anything like that. Uh-huh. But I'm like – you're just constantly discarding mm-hmm. this every single day, probably several times a day if you drink a lot of coffee. Yep, yep. I just can't – I can't wrap my head around that It's when they I'm have like you. these little refillable things. Yep. All right. So you filled up that little K-cup. You made yourself a cup of coffee. Do you put, yep. do you put anything in your coffee? No, nah, I just drink it black, sir. black? All right, cool. So you got your coffee. Then you go sit down to work or, this, or do you just kind it, of putz around for a bit? And the Sprouts coffee is actually pretty good. Um, yeah. The breakfast blend is pretty – it's like has a real like smooth creaminess to it, mm. just uh, plain. At least I, you know I, nice. that's what I think. But um, uh, well, uh, what kind of what kind of mug? What kind of mug? Do you use the same mug every day or? Uh, oh, dude, I, I got well, 
I didn't use this mic today. This mug, this mug happens to be sitting on my table right now because I left it here from yesterday. But uh, my favorite mug now is so um, Patrice O'Neill is a comedian. Yep. Uh, he passed away. Yeah, a couple yeah. of years ago, and um, over the last maybe year to two years, I you know time flies. I have no idea. I have no sense of time anymore. But mm-hmm. um, his wife or girlfriend, I can't remember. Um, was basically doing a fundraiser to make a um, documentary about him, okay. which I still haven't even seen, but I don't even know if it's out. But uh, so they're selling things as part of their fundraising campaign. And so, for you know, not selling things, but you know, you give a donation, you right, get something. Yeah, raising money. I gave a donation because I like Produce, Produce O'Neill, you know, a small donation. Yep. And I got this nice mug that has his name on it. Oh, that's, that's classic. The name of the documentary was called Better Than You because he has <laughs> hockey. Kind of attitude. Oh, it's, that's it's awesome! Better than you on it, which I love. Because uh, I'm right here, so as I'm drinking it, it yeah. just I, can, <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, this is going to be a very weird coincidence. In high school, I had a website with a friend of mine named Vince, and this must have been let's see, probably 2002, 2001, 2002, maybe. We made a website called BetterThanYou.com. Oh man! I wonder. Does anybody own that right now? I don't know. Uh, I think it, I, I remember trying to find it, or like even finding it on the Internet Archive. I don't remember if you, we can actually find it. Maybe. Uh, have you gone um, to? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember if there were. I think there were hyphens between each word. But no. I was all about uh, making simple websites from scratch with HTML because I thought I was a pretty elite hacker. Uh, <laughs> not really, but I we enjoyed making websites, and it was like a weird. We were weird dudes. We it was just like a weird comedy website. So like we wrote like goofy articles and we recorded like improv songs and had like pictures that we drew. It was just a really weird website. Uh and it was called betterthanyou.com and uh we did it for a surprisingly long time for two high schoolers to focus on one project. <laughs> Are you on the internet archive That's... trying to find it? Uh- Nah, I was okay. um, trying to see if the URL was available because if okay, it was, yeah. I would definitely buy that right now. But uh, if someone has it, I almost, I feel like I wish I still had. It. I feel like I could resell that probably for a, a, a decent, uh, decent sum. Yeah, let's see if I can oh. find it on the Internet Archive. If I can, I'll put it in the show notes. Better than you dot com. Um, which, like, thinking back on this now, it's such a weird thing that this was something that I worked on because I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't find. I don't think I'm particularly funny. So the idea that I had a comedy website is interesting <laughs> to me. Uh, and I'm also not like a dick like that either. Where I'm like, oh, it was better than you. So, uh, oh, okay. There's something here. What do we got here? September fifteenth, two thousand two. Clicking. I'm clicking. It's with dashes in it. I am almost positive it had dashes in it. Oh, it didn't. Nothing actually came up. It found some stuff though. Uh, if you could find anyway. that, that would be the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Uh, I know there are some friends of mine from high school who have like a CD of songs that we recorded and just like weird random stuff where if I'm ever like running for president, that'll I'll have to definitely pay this person to keep that on the down low. That'll be your Ted Cruz video. <laughs> It'll be, yeah. It's, uh, I, I won't have like illicit like sexual things in my past. I'll just have these really embarrassing uh Songs. Oh, here we go. Did you find it? Uh, the best thing since Vince shaved his goatee. <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, Vince was my friend. Wait, did you find it? Send me that link. I don't wait, know. What's this? 
2002? Oh five. Well, we graduated in 05. Maybe we stopped in 05. Or, I mean, um, like, it might have, we might have just left it up, too. There's 15, so. there's 15 captures. Um, you just type in oh banner. Oh, my God. Yeah, I found it. <laughs> uh, do, you see, do you see the banner? My so face let, is on it. Let me, let me see. Let me go back to, the, I'm going to go to the 2002 one. Go, uh, I'm on, yeah, I'm in one of the ones. Wow, I totally forgot about this. Oh, I had a link to my Zanga. Oh, my God. There's nothing there on the first one. Let's go to the second uh, one. <laughs> first start posting stuff on it. I don't know. Well, we've got the last post was January 31st, 2005. So it was actually a little bit later than I thought. Wow. So wow. better than since better than you since forever. So <laughs> someone says, yes, that's right, folks. We're back. Better than you.com is finally back in operation. Check out the new MP3 on the week. week. Uh, we should call it at the moment. Also God. check out the hot new bracelets for sale. This is... <laughs> As Two new crappy songs. Uh, <laughs> look at the, look to the right for all the links. <laughs> same Zanga, same Zanga. New recordings. Hold on a second. I don't think they're gonna be there anymore. They're they're definitely gone. Uh oh yeah, Free Willy. I remember that song. I Jeez. don't know if that's oh okay yeah, can't be displayed. Okay. Jeez, oh man, this is this is um, <laughs> Sam Digest. You have something oh, called Sam Digest. God, I'm so glad that none of these audio <laughs> links work. So. <laughs> glad <laughs> oh gracious god this is embarrassing this is the worst uh man look at you uh, you got the long hair yeah yeah <laughs> you oh uh, i don't man. know if this is a real t-shirt but you guys have t-shirts um oh i'm pretty sure we made t-shirts yeah oh my this is you guys are playing guitar oh man <laughs> Picture of your gifs. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> this should not exist. This <laughs> oh, I'm really sad I brought this up. <laughs> oh, we're gonna. I'm definitely gonna put. This. Oh my oh, god. Uh, has anybody seen this? I mean, it's and not I mean, not like in probably since high school. Oh my gosh, man. This is, this is so great. This is. Uh, I really. I'm bummed. I, I'm. So I'm glad that the the. Uh, the, the the songs aren't there, but these pictures, I wish they were gone. I wish these songs. Oh, Pimp Rides. I, oh, my God. I love my car. Uh, oh, oh God. Oh, I just downloaded a, a video that was really loud. From from uh, Better Than You. Yeah. Car? yeah. Where's that at? I'm not going to show you. It was a slideshow, I think. Uh, Man, this car. You see the picture of uh, May 24th, 2004? There's a picture of me hugging my car and kissing my car. What's the name of it? I see. God, um, you know what I'm realizing? This is traumatizing. I was, Eric, I was a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm just now realizing that. Oh, jeez. Jeez. All um, right, let's move on. Let's this, move is, on. this is more than enough. Speaking uh, of eggs, so I put a link. <laughs> In the uh, I, I don't even, again, these are articles I don't really read, but um, yes, yes, we know. The, um, in the notes for today, uh, that I saw I, when I saw it, I was like, I just want to talk about it and talk about how again, I'm not even a, a, a huge like environmentalist or animalist, but I mean, I, you know, but just um, a link of about these people who were at Yellowstone Park decided it was their duty to put a bison calf into their car. Um, and so, and they took a picture of it. Now, apparently, because probably maybe has to do something with scent or whatever. I don't, I don't know the how it works. But uh, 
the the bison herd would not accept the calf right. back into the herd, so they had to euthanize it. That's just isn't that terrible. Like, that is terrible. I'm I'm like well I'm like why on earth see, people think they have more rights than they than they should. Um, well, well, people here, here they, you go, Eric. People are idiots. Like why do you? I just don't understand why you need to do that. I just, I don't get it. Like you know what I mean? Like so they put this so, thing in the back of a car. So why did they put it in their car? Because it looked cold. Just, is that what I'm reading? You know they, you know I, I didn't. Even, I guess I didn't even read it, but the, they thought the calf was cold. Oh but my god! Oh my god! This thing, out there, this thing is a bison. <laughs> the only thing that's killed the, the only thing that's killed these things off are like humans, hundreds of humans. <laughs> you know, these things have survived. Those things still look like dinosaurs. You know what I mean? Or not really, but maybe but, we don't know. Um, they've been around for a long time. They can, yeah, dude, they like, can handle their own business. Yeah, I don't like what is just. What is wrong with us as human beings? We're just so don't lump me in with that. Actually, just... after after the better than you thing, maybe you can lump me in with that person. It's just so ridiculous. <sighs> I remember. I, I always thought that was like an old wives' tale. I remember, like, you find like a baby bird. I, I remember being told, like, "Oh, don't touch it because it's 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 mama. It's mom won't like come back to it because it smells like a person now." I don't know if that's an actual true thing. I don't. I don't know what the science behind it, but yeah. this is what this is what they're saying. In this well, side. yeah. I mean, I I trust the uh, the the experts, the bison experts here. I guess yeah. didn't realize that was actually a thing. That's too bad for. That's really sucks for the uh, the calf. I mean, it was just minding its own business, uh, My, and then business. next thing you know, is torn away from its home and then not reaccepted by its family. Dude, I, I, um, we rough. went to visit the. Um, there's a park that's in. I can't remember where in Fredericksburg, I guess area. I think it might be the Lyndon B. Johnson Park, or somewhere in between Houston and and and, and that area. That would and, make sense. Um, Johnson is from Texas. Yeah, and um, anyway, part of that park has a uh, bison um, place where you can go see the bison uh-huh. and stuff. So uh, the bison herd was kind of like on the opposite side of the fence, so we couldn't really see him. So we decided to uh, stop on the side of the road. Oh, we saw other people stop too. We're right. like, all right, we'll just stop too. And um, you could kind of get up close to him, man. And the bison, those things, I, I love those those damn things, man. They're just so big. <laughs> they are and just huge. Like, very, they look very boorish. Just like, um, oh, oh. like they look like they have simple conversations. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is that what you crave, Eric? Just simple conversations. Yeah, other friends, you can just stand around and eat slowly and, and have simple conversations. Yeah, man. I remember we go. To, we used to go to Kentucky every summer because my grandparents lived there, and we we I remember going on this long drive called to this place called the Land Between the Lakes because where they are is like there's a Lake Barkley and Lake Kentucky, which are uh, dammed rivers that have turned into lakes and then there's there's a uh, land in between the two and in the, that land is a park and on that park or in that park there are supposedly bison and i remember we made this big long family trip to drive from my grandparents house to the land between the lakes to go see the bison it felt like it took this is probably because i was quite young felt like it took nine hours to drive there we get there we were driving through the land between the lakes and we saw zero bison. And I'm almost positive that my dad tried to pass off some haystacks in the distance as bison. They might uh, have really been bison, dude. They They're... may have, but uh, they were so far away, they may as well have just been haystacks. 
That's my that's my bison story. I spent a long time in a car with the promise of seeing bison, and I did not see any. Hey Sam. Yeah. Hey Sam. My yeah. bison story is better than your your, your bison, bison story. story is inc- so much better than my bison story. It wasn't. It wasn't very incredible. You, you were how how far away were you from them? Uh, when we actually went, um, like around and stopped on the side of the road, pretty close. I mean, if, yeah. Can yeah, you reach? Right what would a bison eat out of your hand? Uh, I don't know if they would have. I mean, the fence. I wouldn't have tried to, but uh. We were pretty close. It's hard to really tell. Um, five feet? Uh, big, no, five yards? Five yards? Big big animals like that uh, scare me. Horses, man. Okay, I'm on the Land Between the Lakes website right now. The very first yeah. thing you see is a picture of a baby bison. <laughs> this is horse shit. This is bison shit. It looks super cute. It doesn't look anything at all like a haystack. You know what though? I think they give them so much space though. Like it, yeah. um, I, I, the place where we were at, we were looking out, looking for the bison. We were like, this has to be nonsense. There, there must not be any bison here. Right. Until finally we went to like one location and saw them like far in the distance. And they look like haystacks except for every, let's say, you know, you look up every 10 minutes and they're moving. They're, they're, <laughs> they're in a different position. Uh-huh. And that's the only way we conclude, hey, they're. So, well, they were either bison or haunted haystacks. You can't rule it out. Maybe. Maybe there were people trying to sneak up on someone. You know, you get in the haystack and you run and then you stop and then you're just a haystack and then you run I, like in a Disney movie. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm lying. I, have I, don't, no see idea enough, what I don't see enough of that in real life. People hiding as a bush and running around and whatnot. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, well, have you ever seen spaghetti? What? I think I've showed you, I think I've shown you spaghetti before. Uh, are you trying to say spaghetti? No. Uh, no. Oh. No. Is a spaghetti uh, a small spaghetti? No, it's this guy who spooks people. Just oh, look up I, see, I, f- I, f- I feel like we've had this we're conversation about, yeah, probably. We've talked about it. I, uh, but I, I must have just, it must not have stuck in the old uh, long-term memory. It's me, spaghetti. <laughs> I spooked you. <laughs> anyway. but how do, you, uh, how do you spell spaghetti? You spell spaghetti. Like spaghetti? Uh, spaghetti without the T. All right. Wow. Spaghetti, when you say it, sounds like such a shorter word than spaghetti. Like, in my mind, spaghetti is a very long word. And I'm not sure if it's because I think there are a lot of letters in it or because it denotes a long noodle. But the word spaghetti in my mind is very long. But the word spaghetti is like a quarter of that length in my mind, but it only has, it's only missing one letter. That's crazy. So I'm going to try to play this. <laughs> you weren't listening to me at all. <laughs> no, I heard you. <laughs> All right, what, are, what are, you, are you my girlfriend? Not listening to me? No, <laughs> dude. I just watched we uh, watched this movie. Um, uh, Emily, what I don't actually called? mean that. By the way, I don't. That was just, that was just for comedic value. Uh, the second best. Um, you ever seen the, the the series? There's two. There's two movies. The second best Grand Hotel or something like that. Uh, uh, I'm guessing you're not talking about Grand Budapest Hotel. No, no. The second best exotic marigold hotel. No. In the the best exotic marigold hotel, okay. Um, well, those are two movies. The best grand, whatever. The best exotic marigold hotel, and also the second best Mary exotic Mary. I can't even. Whatever. You get what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> and uh, I just watched that movie. And there's so many. There's like a uh, old lady who's like a curmudgeon in the movie. Who I, I just love the character. I'm just like, oh, this is this is a great character. There's several good characters in the movie. 
But um, the character's name is Mur- uh, Muriel Donnelly. And um, she says to someone who's talking to her, she says, and she's British. So she says, just because I'm looking at you when you talk, don't think I'm listening or even, <laughs> or even interested. I was like, that's so beautiful. I love it. I love uh, it. Yeah, that, that hits close to home. <laughs> I guess experience that. I'm sorry. It's I'm okay, sorry. man. It's okay. Uh, follow-up that I meant to do last week, but I forgot. Uh-huh. Uh, I, was, I was home visiting my family. Uh-huh. And big fans of the file drawer is the, uh, the Sperlin clan. All big fans. And my dad was talking to me about a interesting sport that he had heard about in, you know, how we talked about the various sports that we were a fan fans of a couple of weeks ago. And it's this this game called Shrove well Shrove Tuesday. It happens in some it's called the it's called the Etherston Ball Game. Uh, has been held in this one town in Great Britain since the 12th century and it's like played by the entire town. They're broken up into two teams, like the Northerners and the Southerners or something, like basically like where you're from. And essentially the town shuts down completely for this game. And essentially you carry the ball and try to score a goal and it's a huge deal and the people who score the goals like go down in town legend and it's it's crazy. Uh, I put a I put a link in our notes there. Definitely. I'll put as that many in as there. several That's... thousand players compete for up to two days with a hand painted cork filled ball. The uppers and the downers are the two team, depending on where you live. This sounds awesome. That is so weird. It is a moving. So it's a moving mass called the hug, which continues through the roads of the town, across fields, and even along the bed of the local Henmore Brook. <laughs> Intermittent <laughs> attempts to ban the game, uh, but they were all unsuccessful. That. It's... <clears throat> It's so funny that, you know, all the all I think all games are silly if you just really break it down. Real quick, there's but, only one rule. Players are not allowed to kill one another. <laughs> <laughs> but these games, it's so funny like how, you know, you know, football has become popular. Yeah. But and why not this? How how can this uh, great uh, gain massive mass appeal? <laughs> and how come we're not watching professional what is it called? Sh- Atherston Ather, ball game. Atherstone, <laughs> I don't know. Um, There's also. Oh, go ahead. I was. I heard about another um, weird, weird sport type of like town game, as well. And some other podcast I was listening to. I don't remember, but I think it's played in Italy. Italy. I wonder is it the Italian. other one that I put on the list there? Because um, this yeah. one, historic football, ancient form from the 16th century, played by teams of 27. Soccer punches and kicks to the head are prohibited. That- but headbutting, looks, punching, elbowing, and choking are all allowed. That looks like it's that. Oh, my God. And the picture of like one of these players is one of the most intimidating dudes I've ever seen in my life. Well, where is this played at? It looks like this game Rome, in different forms is played I, in a lot of places. Because I think there's also an Italian one. Well, um, well, Rome is in Italy. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, this might be – these pictures Dude. might be from, a, from Spain, actually. Okay. Uh, I can't – tell there's a picture of this guy sitting on the chest of this other guy just like wailing on him <laughs> so that one that one looks a little bit more like Structured? people look like athletes yeah, yeah like they look like athletes and stuff this other thing i'm looking at looks just crazier this has to yeah i mean all this stuff has to come from like gladiator times oh yeah 
for you know, that, that type of stuff. You sure. Know, so for insane. For sure. Oh, I feel like I had a thing that was related to both of these, but I was, I, I decided not to say anything. Oh, I remember now. Uh, just you made a point a long time ago about how uh, I think it was something about how just like obviously like these old sports just go to show like it's just in our human nature to play games like this or or the, these ga- these sports just like bring out human nature or something along those lines. But mm-hmm. I was I was home a few weeks ago, maybe it was over Easter I think, and I was just in the backyard with all of my uh, my younger brothers and we were just messing around. I f- I picked up a big branch that had fallen on the ground and we had uh my brother's dog outside some frisbees a a tennis ball and we just like slowly evolved this game have you you ever read calvin and Hobbes? okay so calvin ball right yeah where you just kind of make up the rules as we go along we did that but we actually formulated kind of an awesome game that we ended up playing for probably a good two hours and we were all exhausted and sweaty and by the end of it, it involved like using the branch like a baseball bat to hit a tennis ball that was pitched to you. And then once the ball was hit, you would throw the Frisbee. And then the person who hit the ball had to get to the Frisbee while the other team tried to get the tennis ball and then hit you with the tennis ball. And I think the game ended when the person who hit the ball, like hit the fris- wait, went to the Frisbee, went to one other spot and then tackle or uh, touched the dog. And that was like the end of the, the round. So like the dog and the dog didn't know what was going on. He gets, and he would just run if you chase him. Um, so like, but we we slowly evolved it. It started with just like, hey, toss me that tennis ball. I'm gonna hit it with this branch, and then it became an actual game. Uh, it was uh, uh, pretty effing fun. Oh man, that's that's so great, man. <laughs> yeah. So you'll be uh, seeing that on TV in probably 20 years. 20 years, man. Sperling ball. 20 years 20 years let's say 100 years i don't know about 20. Years, maybe all right only i guess only if we do it every year it becomes a bigger and bigger deal oh excuse me oh, so yeah, um, that was some that was some chicken tikka masala right there so <laughs> uh real topic oh real topic yes lay it on me. um i think we've been saying that we would i don't know if we have we already talked about it maybe we've already talked about this i don't know but we had a, um a listener pose a question what was the we, we kind of do talk about this type of stuff anyway, but is this uh, one about doing work away from school or doing school work away from school? Yeah, I don't think we've ever sat down and explicitly addressed it. I mean, we obviously are kind of always going around it or touching on it occasionally. Um, yeah, so I'm going to find the actual question. Mm, all right, I think it's in Slack somewhere. Uh, is this this was a was this a Gia question? Yes. Thank you, Gia, for asking a question. I have uh well. I don't know how much detail I want to go. Uh, I'm I'm an open book. So, my thesis. A, a, also, a a I want to say that I don't get um, any sort of alert when anybody posts in this awesome cohort Slack. Oh yeah. I don't monitor it, so I come back and there's like nine unread posts between <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. and Gia talking about something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. I I live my life in Slack. And they're all like right there, so I'm always on top of things, probably more so than I need to be. Um, I have an update on my school stuff, and then we can actually talk about the topic. Awesome. Uh, so moving out here and starting to work full-time put a serious uh, pause on a lot of my PhD work, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. And as part of that is I did not turn in my thesis before the May whatever deadline. 
and I requested a petition for extension, which I found out today was denied. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. However, what I've also been told is that if I just finish over the summer and basically petition for readmission, which from what I can tell is basically the exact same process, I will probably be fine. That's what I've heard, too. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's uh, in one way, actually, this is really the wrong mindset to probably have. On the one hand, it's kind of nice because I feel like, well, now I have all summer to finish. Uh, like I don't actually have a deadline because I was, I was requesting a very specific deadline for the extension. And now it's just like, well, when you're done, you can apply to re- readmit. So I guess technically, technically at this moment, I am no longer a PhD student. Ah. But dun, dun, dun. my intention is to finish the thesis and everything else and get back into to the program. Um, but right now, that I guess technically the yoke has been lifted off my shoulders, although it doesn't feel that way. Um, so, so maybe, and, and considering we're about to talk about the topic of how you do schoolwork outside of school, I don't think I have anything to say, obviously, because I didn't do anything particularly well. So this will be, this well, it could be, be how, how would you, Oh, how would I, or how am I changing, how am I changing things up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause I have actually put a lot of thought into that and I, I and I have done some work. It's not like I, I'm at exactly the same point as I was when I left last, uh, July. Well, all right. So let's read that exact question. Um, all right. Lay it on us. If I can find it. Oh, uh, can you spend a little time talking about doing work post school or I guess post school setting? I guess she means post school setting. So like not being right, setting. right. So obviously uh, managing the post school setting, um, but still, you know, student life. Like mm-hmm. there are a lot of things to do. I mean, I, I need to do. Sorry, I'm reading this terribly. She does not. Really yeah, like I was gonna say, uh, you know how to things read, I man. Do. I'm also trying to like look at this, my other screen, but also talking to the microphone. Um, but basically, balancing job, life, student stuff, mm-hmm. not in not in the school setting. Yeah. All right. So, so what has your me, experience been moving away from Claremont and being a full time PhD student still? What is what has that been like for you? Um, I think that there is there can be difficulty in it. Okay. So first let me preface, you know, I'm not working a full-time job. Right. Um, but I do work uh, part-time hours for, you know, various things. And, um, that aren't necessarily, um, some things aren't necessarily moving me forward in, you know, what I need to do to get out of here. You're Um, talking about the stripping that you do. Yes. 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 yes, Okay. All the stripping. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, in terms of not even just the work, I think the the work can get done if you do it. You know what I'm saying? We 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 people tend to make decisions about how they want to spend their time, and in saying that, even if you work full time, you could also still make the decision to spend a lot of time on schoolwork. I mean, sure. I've, I've had friends, I've, I've had friends, and who've worked um, full time. And they decided to like when in, in being in school, they were in school as well. And what they decided is, oh, when I come home, I'm going to spend the next several hours working on my school stuff every every day. You know, um, some people can do that. Uh, for me, I don't think I I would have that energy to do it that way. Mental energy, um, not necessarily physical energy. Right. Um, and so you know, it, it, but it's at the end of the day, it's a choice to how you choose to work you know what i mean like 
Um, so how do you, when you're not around other people who are working on PhD stuff or you're not around your advisor, you don't see her just around all, all the time. How do you, I guess, on the one hand, keep yourself motivated and on track with the work? Um, and on the other hand, like, how do you, I was going to ask like, kind of like how you decide what to work on uh, each day or like how to you know, divvy up your time. But I'm, I'm more interested in the first question. Like, how do you keep that motivation up when you're not around other people who are doing the same thing? Because you work from home too, right? Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'll go to coffee shops. Right. Um, the one that's nearest to me, they're renovating. So it's a little tighter in there. Um, the advantage of me working at home is I have two two monitors and I think I'm just far more productive with two screens. Okay. Um, I, I tend to procrastinate procrastinate by doing other work that's important but and, and relevant, I guess, but not like, so for instance, like the writing, I, my writing itself, I haven't looked back at my writing for, I looked at it after I got feedback from Becky, um, but at least for a couple, you know, several days, mm-hmm. but I've been working on other stuff like lab, you know, lab stuff and stuff like that. Sure. That comes, I guess, a little easier to me. I tend, I tend to uh, choose the easier, the things that come easier to me. Right. But you're still in the realm work. of actual work. Yeah. So it's not really procrastinating, but right. it is. It's, produc- it still it's productive is. procrastination. Yeah. That's you legit. know, um, yep. oh, excuse me. So, uh, in, in that type of work, uh, I actually work good just alone, grinding it out, staring at the screen, yeah. grinding it out, doing it. I don't work as well, I think, when I'm trying to like write stuff. I think I'd, I'd prefer to be in a different environment um, around other people working mm-hmm. um, if I'm writing stuff. Um, I, don't, I don't know why. I don't know why that is. Um, I, think, I, think, I, I think I would need maybe more visual stimulation if I'm like trying to write creatively, sure. I guess. Yeah, do you, what kind of work do you do at the coffee? Do you, do you reserve a certain type of work for the coffee shop versus at home? Or is it kind of do I think everything? It, it, would prob- it would probably be write, like writing okay. or something. Um, sure. and I, I should actually need to start doing that more because I think I'm more productive when I get out of the house, just seeing it in a different environment. Right. Um, when I'm working on like data stuff, though, like at home, I'm so focused and so into it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even notice anything around, you know, anything. when I was working on that programming tool, I, I was doing that from home and I just right. get so sucked to that world um, of, uh, you know, trying to write the script or whatever. I don't really notice or, or need sort of other things. Right. I don't really need that. What is a social facilitation of other people working around, around me. Um, um so it depends. I guess I'm not really answering the question or I'm kind of beating around the bush. Um, I think that you've talked about this at, I think, a workshop that we've that you gave um, at CGU probably a couple of years ago now. But in terms of you know choosing the right environment for certain types of work, sure. or at least sort of uh, being mindful at, about that is, is important. Mm-hmm. And I find that to be true. Um, in terms of – I feel disconnected from mm-hmm. people doing schoolwork, right. which is hard, but I try to schedule like time with my advisor just to kind of, I do like to kind of check in and sometimes me simply just checking in for you know 30 minutes, boom, boom, asking a couple questions will get me over a hump. Right. Um, I'm kind of just uh, talking in circles right do now. You, so do, you, uh, well, do you, do um, you, do you, like, 
stay in close contact with any uh, anyone else from your cohort? Oh yeah, so you know we do this. Um, in the, I feel like you're asking me this question, so I can just explain it. But, well, I was going to ask actually. Well, beyond just that check-in that we do. Okay, beyond the check-in. Uh, yeah, we right now we do a monthly, just like you know, half-hour check-in, basically. Um, you know, I, I try to. I'll, I'll shoot it. You know, you. Mm-hmm. I think you know, obviously, this, right. You know, yeah, this we is part talk of about this. Uh, this is part of it. Um, I'll shoot like a line on Slack to somebody. Just mm-hmm. not even talking about schoolwork. Just hey, what up? Yeah, you just know. stay connected. Just to stay connected. I think I think it says something. There is something to feeling that other people are in the same boat as you. Yeah. You feel like you're not losing your mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, and this is not. A lot of times, us as PhD students and all that stuff, we we or grad school students, we tend to really uh, um, speak in hyperbole when we talk about sort of the agony of grad at grad school. Yeah, for sure. But it is. But it is sort of. <laughs> it is kind of agonizing. <laughs> it's not the worst thing in the world. Like no. there's other worst things that could could be going on. Right. But when you're in it, sort of. Or you know, only people that are either in it or have been in it sort of understand. Okay, I get where you're coming from. It's it it, it does seem complainy most of the time. Yeah. You know, if, if you're an outsider, oh, you're just doing schoolwork. You're in school. Yeah. I don't get it. What are you yeah. talking about? It's all you know. Um, yeah, for most people, school is going to class, and that's not the hard part about grad school. Class yeah. is not the. It's it's everything outside of that. Yeah. So being able to sort of share that experience with other people who are currently in that environment there, there there's something um motivating freeing mm-hmm. um sometimes invigorating especially like i like hearing about people's triumphs and stuff you know mm-hmm. um one of our friends she just recently i guess defended her or i guess she just recently fully graduated um defended, you know the dissertation all that stuff and there's something empowering about that, like to say, okay, there is light at the end of the tunnel. This this is doable. What's going on? Um, right. Yeah. And if you just or stay isolated as a silo to yourself, I think you lose sight of that. I think it's easy to be like, oh, I'm just here. I'm just here <laughs> floating in this in this world that I don't even understand anymore. It's nonsense. Uh, I yeah. just screamed up day. I was like, why? Why? I was like, I asked Derek, <laughs> why? 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 Am I choosing to do this? This is a choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I could, I could get a job right now. I, I've, yeah. you know, I've worked yeah. in the past. It's not like I've, I have no zero experience and stuff like that. I could get a job, you know, and have, you know, yeah, and sure. keep doing other stuff. I could make other decisions right now. Yeah. And I have no idea why. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the answer to that question well, is. For, some, for somebody who doesn't have an answer to that question, you are very far along in this program. Like you are of our friends in the cohort well and actually you're not even technically my cohort i should have uh, further though because i so? came in here with a master's degree already eh. well anyway i'm impressed with the progress that you're making um mm. and yeah i keep i keep adopting your cohort as mine for some reason but i'm mostly I'm closer with most of the people in yours than mine yeah so. yeah i consider you part of our group oh thanks if, man. Anything, if anything i, I I, I said or didn't say whatever. None of it made sense. Whatever. Just, it all made sense. This is um, a, well, I mean, and I can I can commiserate with uh, a lot of that for sure. I know. So Gia is asking that question. I know she's kind of in my boat in terms of working full time and also trying to move uh, move stuff forward. Um, yeah, which definitely adds another wrinkle to it. And I, I've talked about this a lot, so I won't dive into it 
too much. Um, but my thing has, has been, um, just the challenge of basically not being mentally fresh when sitting down to work on uh, PhD stuff, which doesn't sound like a big deal um, because I totally agree that like the time component of it is is totally fine. Like I don't work insane hours at my job. I've got a couple hours every day. If I even if I just did an hour every day, that would still be a, a lot of work. Uh, but what I've had struggle, what I've been struggling with is just having, if, if you're sitting down at the end of the day to do that hour of PhD work after eight hours of like really demanding cognitive work, I never felt like I, I haven't really felt like that I've ever been really bringing a high quality sense of mind or, or ability to my PhD work every day. And, and really the answer to that, what I'm kind of realizing now as I'm talking is like, so what, like, I'm just going to have yeah. to use what I have and just it doesn't have to be perfect. Just like get through it. Right. Um, and that's what I'm, I'm trying to do a, a better job with. Um, and I've talked about, you know, doing the PhD retreats. I've actually got one coming up next week. Um, I'm going to bring my mic so we should be able to record from it. So we'll record from me in my PhD bunker next week, Savannah, Georgia. Um, so that, I mean, that's a strategy that has been working as well. But for me, yeah. For, and the other thing too, just for me is like, I'm realizing part of it, part of my problem is just that I don't, I'm not good. Like I, I've never been strong in stats and like the very technical, like writing up results and stuff. Like that's not something that I uh, enjoy doing and nor do I feel very competent at it. And that's mm. what I'm doing. <laughs> that's the point I'm at in my thesis. So it's been tough to motivate myself to work on that uh, when I know I'm not good at it when I feel stupid working on it, um, which is, it gets, sounds lame, but I'm like, I realize that about myself. That it's hard to motivate myself to work on it when I know I'm just going to sit here and be like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't understand what I'm doing to get up to speed. I feel like it'll take me even more time, which I feel like I don't have. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. but despite all of that, I actually do feel better <laughs> than I have in a long time about my, my PhD stuff. And part of it, is just really getting to that point where I just have to move forward and it doesn't have to be great. Yeah. Like, which sounds super sad, but it's just a matter of like just getting through it, you know, like making tiny little bit of progress as often as possible, whether that's every day or a couple times a week. Uh, I've tried to really get much better at breaking things down into much smaller, discrete stuff and not letting uh just kind of the overwhelmingness of it all really break me mm. um the last like the last thing i did when i sat down the last time i sat down and worked on my thesis was a couple nights ago and i just went through all of becky's comments and obviously addressed the easy ones like right away and then i actually extracted every comment into a task in my task management software mm. and i went through and figured out which ones are will take me like you know less than 10 minutes to do and kind of tagged all of those and i figured out which ones are going to take some much more heavy thinking and maybe some more um, analysis and i kind of tagged those and i'm just trying to work my way through those two lists you know do a hard one and a couple easy ones do a hard one and a couple easy ones yeah. Um, as opposed to just sitting down in front of a you know a forty page document that has you know a hundred comments on it and just start working my way from the top, I'm trying to be a little bit more strategic uh, about it. And instead of thinking about working on my thesis as working on my thesis, I'm instead thinking of it as doing one comment 
which is so much more um, doable and, and yeah. So anyway, I don't have any advice though because I'm not even technically a PhD student right now. So <laughs> going back to that, even the balancing the life stuff. I mean, again, you got to think about you make choices, yeah. and, so and I don't want to use the word like sacrifices, but certain things take the forefront, and other things don't. Yeah, personal I mean, hygiene. I haven't showered in months. <laughs> hygiene sometimes. No, not months, but like, but hygiene sometimes. Like, look at my beard. You know. I, oh, okay. I'm look at my beard, shape. dude. I, but yours I'm is more up. hipster style. You like? You just want to? You just want that hipster style? I'm straight up looking homeless. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, or like you know, washing clothes and the same stuff. You know, probably the <laughs> that's same. really funny. You mentioned that one. I normally do my own laundry, obviously, but every yeah. once in a while, when I get behind and I just don't feel yeah. like messing messing with it, I have a delivery service come and pick it up. They do it and they'll bring it back tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, and it costs like thirty bucks, and it's not a good use of my money. But every <laughs> once in a while, I get to that point, and I'm at that point. They currently have my laundry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's stuff like that D- yeah. does you like something has to give, and yeah. you know. Yep, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, it I mean, seems so. It seems so minor, but the, the know, fact that you don't have to think about that right now, um, um, it, it just it, it helps. Every little bit helps. I think it, for for a minute, find the things like so to add on what you were saying. Find find the things that you can half-ass. Yeah, and then <laughs> and half-ass. Them. You know that you can't. You know, don't. But, but most you know, you can't yeah. be a perfectionist about everything. You know, true, um, true. What do you and, well, and, and I think you've done a good job at this as like you still do like leisure stuff. You still take care of yourself. You still play rugby. You still work out. You got it. You can't cut those things out completely because you you'll you'll chip away at your just like physical base of being able to just be a person. Yeah. Well, a couple of years ago, and this is while well, after you know probably a couple of years in, in grad school, I made a conscious decision to start caring more about fitness and health. I was like, screw this. I'm just going to do it. Regardless, this takes mm-hmm. precedent because mm-hmm. for the first several years here, all my time, I'm very, very, very much a, oh, I can help, you know, I want to help people, if I, especially mm-hmm. if I know something, especially when it comes to school. Mm-hmm. And if anybody was like, hey, can you help me with this? I'm, you know, reach out, you know, right. I, I, doing a lot of helping other people with stuff. You're a generous and, or, dude. Um, or, you know, giving up my time. I don't ever say anything about this. Like, I don't. Right. It's like, oh, I, I remember like reflecting and I'm like, huh, how come I'm over? Often I would find myself, not all the time, but often I'd find myself being the one who says, you know, yeah, I can move my schedule around. <laughs> well, and then I, then I later hear like someone's aunt was in, or her or, or mom was visiting from an hour away and I can't meet because of this time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I just never vocalize my excuses. And then other people do. And I'm like, this is a... At first, my mind was like, "This is a stupid reason," but I'm like, "No, it's a legitimate reason that they again, it's a choice that they make, right?" Yeah. And so I was like, "All right, yeah, I'll I'll start putting other things that I want to be doing sure. as a as a uh, priority." And so I made a conscious uh, decision to like, well, especially when, once I found jujitsu, I made a conscious decision to like always go, right? You know, um, and if something else sort of, uh, um, um, you know. Uh, overlap with that i'm gonna i'm gonna go work out right you know there are some exceptions i'm you know i'm not i'm not um i'm not uh you're not the perfect human eric no what i'm saying is i'm not uh i'm not like locked in totally you know what i'm saying sure. i'm not i'm not like rigid so rigid like nothing can get done no, but, but you i mean you you have done a very good job of being consistent with that right. from i mean i there's plenty of times where you were either coming from jujitsu or going to jujitsu from recording you know, um, 
or two recording. So yeah, you know, you did, you've done a good job with that. I mean, I've, I've done versions of that too. Um, in terms, not necessarily on the fitness. Well, I, I actually expressly determined that I wasn't going to do anything fitness wise, uh, except for hockey you mm-hmm. know, for the past couple of months, because I, I knew that I wanted to get my job on lockdown. Ostensibly, I wanted to keep making progress on the PhD. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have to sit down and kind of rethink that, uh, as well a little bit more. Um, I've, I've definitely become a much worse, like I'm much more okay with not doing um kind of some basic administrative stuff or email stuff more regularly i've I've like like i tend to push everything to friday afternoons when i'm already tired anyway Mm -hmm. um just try to get more deliberate about making sure that my best quality time is spent on the hardest or most important work Mm. um but yeah you know um i um i tend to do a lot of self-talk or whatever Mm -hmm. Bear with me on this, but uh, I'm for lack of a better, better word, that's but, a, um, I mean that's a legitimate thing in the self leadership literature, yeah. by the way. But uh, you know, I'll say, um, of course, you know, of course, I'll sort of live in the suck and embrace the suck of it. So mm. sometimes, if I'm really tired to go to do to, like I'm it. say, I'll say, yeah, it sucks, but you just go. Yeah, it's, you know, embrace and, the suck, and, and or um, or, you know, I'll, you know, I joke around, but. but as a, you know, this is sort of a curmudgeon attitude, but I do it because I think it's, I think it's motivating. Other people, mm-hmm. it's not right for other people, but I'll say, yeah, this is going to suck, but you do it anyway. And sometimes you do things that suck. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you do things that are that that are terrible, that feel terrible in the moment, I, and you just do it. That's I, life. Yeah, you know? I I love the idea of being the type of person who does things that suck. Yeah, just because. Like it's just not even an just, option. You just do it because you just do just things because. that suck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I need to get better at that. And with that jujitsu, though, um, I always find that when I don't want to go, and I go, That's, those I'm, are the I, best ones. Yeah, I'm like, oh man, I'm so glad I went. I feel so good. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I, I occasionally have that with hockey. Sometimes it's a pain in the ass because we play super late at night. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I just do not want to go. But almost, yeah. that, I, I'm never mad that I went to hockey. Yeah, <laughs> that's never the case. Uh, but yeah, you know, sometimes I like to play video games. <laughs> well, no, that, that's part of it, though. Yeah. yeah. So, sure. but, but play video games without. What I'm saying is, I think that if that's the thing you do, make a choice to do. Yeah. Play it without feeling guilty about right. playing it. Be deliberate but, about but, it to, and and you know, deliberately yeah. do it. Don't just kind of fall into it either. Yeah, you know, because I think if you just if you if you're not sort of conscious about what you're doing, all right, I'm I'm spending time enjoying and relaxing, yeah. playing video games, then you just kind of view it as I don't know. I think you can just get wrapped up as this. This is just what you do all the time. I don't know. You, you can lose sight of why you're doing it. I don't. Sure. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. What is that? That's you, man. It's you blowing up. I think. We got a meeting going on right now. <laughs> Do you gotta go? Just our heart out. I don't know who this is. No, let's let's pick it up. Hello. Hello, Steven. This Brian. Who? Steven. Uh, I think you have the wrong number. Who are you trying to reach? Oh, Steven. Steven, who? Blamers. Oh uh, no, you have the wrong number. Okay. Thanks. Uh huh. I should have I should have asked him some interview questions. Wait, was that was that on Skype? You just get a wrong number on Skype? On Google Hangout. Google oh, Hangout. Okay. I'm, yeah, yeah. Wait, how do you get a wrong number on Google Hangout? Your name is on it. 
Uh, well, I have a Google Hangout number. Oh, uh, I have a Google number. Oh God! If I started getting wrong number calls on anything <laughs> except my phone, I would just go crazy. Oh <laughs> uh, man! If this mic, if I knew this mic would pick up better, yeah, I would have like said, "Hey, um, what do you hey, think about you, doing you just called into a podcast?" And- <laughs> <laughs> I just realized we could have call-ins now, man. We could. We could. <laughs> I could, I, could, I could probably hook up this thing to do oh, input. Oh, man. That's what we're going to have to do next time. Yeah. Some live calling. A little live. <laughs> Although, that, that would be funny if we did. because It would be so hypocritical of me because I hate any show that has people calling into it. Really? Oh, I hate <laughs> it. I hate it with a passion. But I feel like on this side of the mic, it might be kind of fun. I think I, I think if it, the calls were random, I think it would be. <laughs> right. Oh, that was that was a delightful way to... to end the podcast wind I think. this down yeah, yeah let's wind it down oh Gia, that's, that's uh, the end we didn't there, answer any questions i don't we we kind of did we we rambled a bit uh, there's a lot of it. rambling you, you I, know what? I eric's, it, eric's offering coaching uh pro bono coaching a couple hours a week he's will set aside to coach anybody on phd that, stuff that's a negative oh okay that's uh, a well negative. never mind then <laughs> Uh, this episode will go up quicker than a week from today as well, because I'm, I'll, you want me, I want to, I want to apologize by taking on this editing job. If you want me to, I can, I, mean, I, I can be better. If he wants to, I don't care. I don't, I don't want care. to, but I feel like I need to redeem myself. Then do it. Okay. I'll do it. It'll go up tonight. We'll have two podcasts in one day. Um, yeah. Okay. No, probably not. That's um, not going to happen actually. We, we, uh, Let's look at our look at our list. Do we have anything else on today's? I sort? forgot the name of the hotel thing that you were saying. I couldn't type it out. Um, the, I'll put it in there. The, yeah, the second best Mary Gold Hotel. You'll write that in. Yeah, I'll type it in there. Yeah, um, yeah. Any other topic? I mean, we are getting we're we're about an hour, right? About yeah. an hour. You know, we, this one topic is evergreen about uh, treating some apps like a. I'm treating some of the information that I am faced with every day. Like I'm living in the 19th century. Uh, a little teaser for next time. I'm still doing. I'm still doing a little bit of Churchill action. You know, doing some work from bed every morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I don't drink as much as, as he does. Uh, that's one way I need to up my game to be more like Winston. I think. Uh, we talked about weird and brutal sports. Uh, we talked about video games from my past. We talked about how I used to be a douchebag in high school. Evidently. <laughs> you, by the way, you better put a show uh, note up for that. I will edit. I will edit that uh, that post and put a show note up. All right, I just left myself a note. Back. I put my left myself a note. Uh, we thought we were so cool. What is wrong with me? <laughs> oh, it's uh, so great. Anyway, uh, I know. I think we can wrap. I think this is this is a, been a good wrap episode. it up. Let's wrap it. Let's wrap it like a present. All right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for joining us. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, my microphone sounds a lot. Crisper. It does sound a lot better. We had no no Vader sounds. I've hit I hit my microphone a bunch of times. Yeah, me too. Oh, you just muted yourself, dude. You just muted. Now you're still muted. What are you doing? What are you doing? Basically, I said I like that there's a mute button on this that I can hit it. Okay. Nobody heard it because it worked very well. Good job. My timer was off. I didn't know there was like a slight lag in it. But anyway. (laughs) Um, All right. But yeah, cool, man. All right. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye. Let me try to predict what you're eating. I got got nothing to, to...
eat up the sound wave. Eat up the sound wave. Intro, intro song. Eat up the sound wave. Eat up the sound wave. Intro, intro song. Eat up the sound wave. Eat up the sound wave. Intro, intro song. Eat up the sound wave. Eat up the sound wave.